Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast. Uh, it's World Mental Health Day. Um, how are you all? How are you, David? You okay? I'm good, boy. I'm good. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. I've I've had a quiet weekend. Um, it's Monday today, so I'm ahead of the game. I've hit the week oh, running. Well Have you? Yeah. Well done. So, well it's, done, been, it's been long, but there's been no alcohol involved. And yeah. Not too many late nights, so been to the gym, but standard. You knew that. Standard. Did a bit of Benching cardio guns, today. Standard. Oh, is it cardio? Was it? Well done. Bit of prowler. Growler. Bit of Robbie Growler. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I, I mean, it's half past 12 on a Monday afternoon. By four o'clock, I will be hanging and I'll probably be home in bed. Yep. Do you know that? Did you know the human body? Um, initially was designed to have four hours sleep twice a day. Well, what podcast did you hear that on? Nothing, mate. It's called an education. (laughs) (laughs) I read it online. (laughs) Right. Says who? Who said that? Darwin. Darwin. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, like... Danny it, do Dyer. we know it's true? Danny, Danny Dyer. Dyer. Do yeah. we know it's true? Like, Avon Holmes said it. Who said it? I, I don't. Did. Maybe you're right, boy. I've I don't read know. It. I've read it under theories, some sort of theories that I follow. But um, that's like the whole keto diet thing. It's like we were, I, which is fine. Like, go for it. My sister does loads of it and loves it. And which one? My mates. Which not one? You, and my mate. Not telling you. And my mate's wife. Jennifer does, Taylor Clark has been on been on keto for years, like a couple of years, and looking like, at it looks and looks and feels amazing and mm. it's cool like go for it but yeah it's almost like the body was not the body the human body was never designed to eat carbohydrate and bread it's like 
Yeah, fine, yeah, but it's really tasty. It wasn't designed to drink beer either. Was or... the human body designed to eat overnight oats every day? Because um, I've got a friend, and I won't mention him. Because I think that's only if you're a personal trainer, isn't it? It will upset Pete Lackey. Oh, I've just done oh, it. Oh, gold. Um, yeah. Well, whatever he's eating, it's working because he looks great, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's lost a bit. But it found him Please again. Swim. But it found him again. <laughs> yeah. Lost him, found him, swallowed him. Oh, how have you been, mate, anyway? How's your week hey, been? I'm all right, mate. I'm, I've yeah, seen I'm, you on um, TV a fair bit. So, well done. Box ticked. What TV work ticked? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, pretty busy at the moment, Tommy. Next uh, few busy weeks. How are you going to cope with your nights? It must be like, must be like. I doing don't shift know. Work. Do you want? Do you want me to do that thing where I I had to sit down last night at home in the kitchen and just run through my schedule for the next couple of weeks because it's yeah. pretty. It's not like oh, I'm the hardest working guy in the world, but it's a bit antisocial, is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's like the 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 women's World Cup stuff is brill, but. So what will happen is I'm I have an a uh, you know a uh, believe it or not a charity Mid-life. event on Wednesday oh, in London sorry. a charity event in Leeds on Thursday yeah. uh, a charity lunch back in London on Friday starting oh. at eleven MBE um, yeah and then I'm straight from the uh, charity event on Friday in town to ITV studio oh, and we're and we're on air just after midnight mm. and we're off air at about half nine in the morning. Oh. And then I'm in a taxi straight to Saracens to do the whole highlight show for the Premiership. And then, uh, so I've got to watch all, get all that watched as yep. well. And then um, straight from Saracens, taxi back to the ITV studio and working from just after midnight until half nine in the morning again on Sunday. So I'm not quite sure where um, sleep sleep fits in there i'm <laughs> not quite sure i'm not quite sure it's quite it's good fun but it's like yeah at some point that's, i've got to have a few vitamin yeah. c tablets on the sunday put that's it that way that's how i imagine uh the prime minister to work well that's where the four hour that's what your four hour sleep thing made me think yeah i might be all right then just pick up two four hour naps somewhere yeah i mean there isn't there isn't eight hours in there i don't think the thing but is, you know if you fall asleep yeah. in the itv studios you know what the girls are going to do to you they'll paint your nails put eyelashes yeah, they'll on bloody you. they'll bloody strip me they'll strip me again be loads of photos taken anyway yeah strip me and give me a wedgie it'd be awful um talking of photos got a lovely one of you from our night at high Wycombe grammar school have you oh god i bet you have could you we not saw could you just not <laughs> you saw me could you not do it? I was on stage, dear listeners, and Shanks is just, he's been on stage with me, and I don't hate to say it, I like to say it, Shanks was exceptionally good um, at this event, very, very funny, we had a good laugh with all these lovely people in High Wycombe, and um, at RGS High Wycombe, and it, and then he, as he walked up, he said, Mr. Tumble wants his tie back or something, and he yanked on my tie, I don't know who Mr. Tumble is, but I looked down and and I was like, what's wrong with my tie? Oh, it is quite long. I've done it quite long, actually. And it's super we- long. Weirdly, I've got a reason for that. I've got a reason for that. But oh. um, like, it's an accident. But um, then as he sat down, I saw him just sneakily taking pictures of me as I was talking to the Mr. Tumble's the guy on CBBC, you know, who does the sign language. He's like the clown. Yeah, but the, re- the reason the tie is long is because a Looks lot of like ties... like Chris Sadler, mate, mate. Go on, sorry. I've got, if, you, if you've got a, lot, a larger than normal neck, you have to be careful when you do a tie... So your your back bit, the little bit behind the main tie, yeah. 
it, it can't be very long, otherwise you end up with a tie above your belly button. So you have to go slightly longer, which is why I've got like a I've got proper bow ties that you tie up, but they don't quite work so easily because they need to be a bit longer because I've got a thick neck. So I quite, but that is a tie that I bought in a longer size. Mm. I now realise to account for that, but I forgot because I haven't worn it for five years. You know when so we went to the Matt Hampson event at Lords a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, a black tie. A guy came up to me and said. Um, I like that. I said, what? He said, I like the fact you've got a proper bow tie on. Um, I said, well, joke's on you, mate, because it's clip-on. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, It was a really good clip-on. I've I've seen lads, a good number of lads, um, not good lads, do the clip-on jobs yeah. and then take a proper one to hang loose as if they've undone it. When they take the clip off, clip on off under a couple of buttons and just hang a real one underneath their collar yep. as if they've had a real one on all along yep class You're not fooling me lad it's brand new it's got no creases in it so I'm gonna chat with Mark Atkinson that dinner because he was there big bloke like you actually don't realise he's very he big is, isn't he yeah. until you're next to him he was funny he was talking about I, might, I can't remember if I said this on the last podcast or not I don't think I did but he was having a chat at a corporate event with Finn Russell like all day yep all day with Finn Russell sharing a few beers, chewing the fat. And then when Mark Atkinson left, Finn Russell turned to one of his mates and said, Ollie DeVoto's a good bloke, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he was with him all day. All day. <laughs> he thought it was Ollie oh, DeVoto. God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, that, that's tickled me for the last yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, it's lovely stuff, that. Uh, it's lovely stuff, that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um I was at an event recently with a, a cyclist who I won't name, but we had a nice dinner out. We did the same event last year. Really good fun. It's, it's, it's a whole day of eating nice food and pissing yourself laughing, basically. And really good day. And right at the end of the dinner, he said, Dan, are you cycling tomorrow? I didn't answer because he was, my name's not Dan. He's like, Dan, Dan. And I tell him, are you cycling tomorrow? I was like, oh, no. What do I do? And everyone looked and I just left it. I left it, mate. Yeah. You got to. I left it. I when said, I get mistaken I for Gareth Thomas, I just go yeah. with it. I go with it. Um, yeah. I tell you what I did do after that event on Thursday. I drove home back to Cardiff um, late at night. But I've been listening to now. It's it's very interesting. This podcast. I wouldn't say like it's one of those you have to listen to. Really, um, it's like it's like going to Auschwitz. You know, you wouldn't say it's good, but it's part of history and. You know, you, you probably need to educate yeah. yourself a little bit on it. Um, but I've been listening to this podcast called Murder in House 2. And it's about the the biggest and most expensive um, marine court um, action that was taken against some of the marines. So it's a, it's a case from... Afghanistan in 2005 where innocent civilians were murdered in a building called House 2 but it's it's very interesting it's 10 episodes, they're about half hour, 40 minutes each about the inquiry yeah. and and who's to blame so yeah, okay you're captivated by it you know, because at, yeah. at the end of every episode something happens and you think, right need to find out what happens in the next one so um, I enjoyed it. Okay, hey boy. So that was good. So I'll have a look at that. Finished that. That was um, that was my job on the way home. Yeah. 
Mm, I tell you, I went to. Well I went to Ireland last Wednesday, and why? Just for a, a promo shoot with uh, Premier Sport, and I've never done this before. But there was a huge amount of traffic on the way, so I was getting a bit stressed out. I had to go through like Newport docks because there was an accident around Magor services. So I got to the airport and I was doing meet and greet, which is great, um, with 50 minutes to spare. No luggage, so didn't need to check in. Straight through. There was no queue in security. Straight through. Emptied all my pockets. Went through the, the gate, the security gate. Collected all my things and then realised, where's my passport? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Emptied everything. It? Emptied everything. Oh no. Here we go. Ran back to the car as fast as I could. I had to get let out and uh, ran back to the car. Um, and I couldn't find it in the car. And now I'm, I'm properly sweating now. Uh, and I'd left it in the little hut, the little meet and greet hut. And it was on the side there where you meet the guy. Um, what a feeling. Part your valet parking. Yep. So I picked it up, Arrogant. sprinted back. And didn't stop sweating for about two hours. Was this just a reason, a way to tell everyone that you use valet parking at the airport? No, it's, but when when one, you don't have to pay for it, and two, you're in a rush. Yeah, it's great. It's brilliant. I'm the same. So. I'm the same. Um, oh, God, you found it. God, well done, mate. Otherwise, that, that is... would have been a nightmare. I've, but I've never done that before. Well, did I have I ever told you my losing passport story? I'll make it very, very brief, Tom, because it was probably one of the worst weeks of my rugby career. Um got to England camp on Monday morning really early to beat the traffic from our flat in London yep. and drove around to Bagshot to Penny Hill Park and I get a call from the team manager saying you are not required this week uh, you can train with England A because you're not in the England team in the England squad for um, France England France at the weekend in, in Paris France England and I was like oh my god this is humiliating I'm already in the car park and she was like, yeah, um, yeah, you're not required. So you're going to train with England A. I was like, oh my God, brutal. Um, and I was like, "Where? where's that? Manchester. Brilliant. Cheshire. It was Cheshire rather. So, oh my God. Right. I went, had to drive to Cheshire from the, the Surrey car park. It was, anyway, it was awful, humiliating. And got a call from the team manager, you know. So I drive all the way up there, uh, absolutely savage, and get there. And on the Monday when we get there at, in the morning at 10, 11 in the morning, whatever it is, it's like, right, you need to hand your um, passports in because the, the team manager's going to organise everything and everyone... So I'm like, oh my God, I can't find my passport. I might have even called you. You might have been at home. I can't remember, but rooting through the flat and all that sort up. of stuff, whoever it was, couldn't... couldn't no, no passport, all gone. Like, oh my God, just don't have it. Looked everywhere, turned the car inside out, don't have it. So Monday, they're like, right, you're going to have to go to Liverpool passport office and try and get an emergency passport. So I'm like, right, missing training on the Monday. Oh, my God. Go to Liverpool passport office. They're all day. You need to come back tomorrow and it'll be done tomorrow. So I have to, I miss training all day Monday, miss training all day Tuesday. Wednesday is um, day off. Mm. So I've got a day off, believe it or not. Another one. Haven't trained still. Yep. And then Thursday, we fly for the Friday night game against France A. And there's a connecting flight from Paris to Toulouse. We're playing in uh, Toulouse or Blagnac or something down near Toulouse. We 
um, a load of us were having hot chocolates and croissants. There was me, Andrew Sheridan, I think, I can't remember quite, Fraser Waters, maybe Josh Lucy, um, Pete Buxton, I think, I think Bucko was in it. I can't remember, there's a few of us. Completely missed the connecting flight. Missed it. Mm. Right? Nightmare. We get to the gate. Holy shit. The lads are on the bus down the corridor through the doors and they can the bus go into the plane and they're looking at us like, oh my God. The coach comes back on. Jed Glynn and Jed listens to this pod tight. He was at Leicester till recently. Hello, he might Jed. correct me on this, but this is how I remember it. Yeah, he's a good bloke. And never met, um, you. Never met you. Great bloke. And he and uh, he came back through because he lives in France, speaks French. Came back through to get us to negotiate. And once he'd come back through, they're like, "You're not going back through either, mate. You've come back through the to the dark side." So he missed the flight. We all missed the flight. Horrific. Got in really late that night. Next day, match day. Um, play the game. I, for the one and only time in my career, decide to throw an overhead basketball pass in R22. Uh, the game is quite even up until this point and against France A. And I think it was Damien Try plucked it out of the air, ran in under the post. We lost the game. I then get drug tested after the game, random selection, fate, do my drug test. Um, and that's right. And as I'm doing the drug test, no one's told the team that I'm Ruth, doing the drug test. So they, they just Thanks. leave. Yeah, they just leave in the bus. So half an hour after they've left, they're nearly back at the hotel. They get a call from the team doctor saying, Flats and I are still here. Or the whole squad comes back. I'm like, get us a taxi. The whole squad comes back, hating life because they just lost lost us the game. Mm. And then we go out as nightmare, go back to the hotel. Um, time difference, hadn't adjusted my clock or watch or whatever, phone, nightmare. For the first and the only time in my whole career... I missed a session. I missed the warm, like warm down walk in the morning, basically a team walk recovery thing. Missed it. And I'm like, oh my God, I've just missed the whole session. This never happened to me before. Ring my parents and I'm like, oh my God, dad, I'm so sorry I didn't see you yesterday, mate. I got drug tested. I felt horrendous because I lost us the game. Dad's like, we had to leave early because your mum's appendix, appendix burst in the stands. They're driven down. Your mum's appendix burst. A week later, I get a letter to the club. Couldn't read it. It's in French. Give it to Thomas Castagnier to translate. And I was found, I failed a drugs test and was banned for two years from playing in France because of my asthma inhaler that we did, we did declare, but at that point it was banned in France. So I also failed a drugs test. You ever seen Jackie, you have you ever seen Jackie Chan in Way of the Dragon? No. <laughs> did he have a worse week than that? No. He just sounded like that guy who's fixing the computers in the office. Oh, I haven't seen it. In the office. Oh. You know the, the guy fixing the, the computers? Oh, I can't remember. And he goes... Uh, Not like you. <laughs> have you ever been to Supercarts? Yeah, I've been to Supercarts. Uh, drove around the track. And oh yeah, should have been a said, No professionals. I said, "Not professional." And he said, "He should be. If you carry on like that, you'd be best in the world." <laughs> Are you saying I'm topping you? Um, well, it, what, if that was a short down version, wow. that's a short version. What wow. a week, mate! Yeah, I mean, hor- is, horrendous. Every single thing went wrong. As they go, mum was fine in the end, but it was pretty pretty dicey. Um, <sighs> and uh, yeah, failed a drugs test. Luckily, Clive never picked me to play in France the next two years. What was so it? I was all right. Too much Lemsip. Pseudoephedrine. Mate, it's Ventolin inhaler. Mm. Ventolin inhaler. Someone told me at the time that this could be completely untrue, but it's what I was told by somebody that French Rugby Union banned the steroid inhalers because a touring team from a certain country arrived and declared like the whole squad, all 36 or whatever players, on this thing because it can mask other drugs. Oh. Now, I won't say what country that is in case it gets me into trouble, um, but, it is, but, it is a, yeah, but it is a country from which there are coming stories about lots of young rugby players doing Side steroids. effects are massive calves. 
It's Wales. No, it's not. Um, yeah, so premature balding and uh, big calves. But mm. yes, that was a, that was a bad Huge week, right? Nostrils. Yeah, that, yeah. That is that bad, bad week. week. That is a bad week. That's like, yep. I'll take my 200 meter sprint, yep. which I probably did in under 20 seconds over that any yep. day. It's uh, like, we, mate, you and I were in a team once and we went to Ireland and Francois Pienaar was our captain at Sarri's and he got to the airport and he'd forgotten his um, he'd forgotten his thingy bob passport, and we did need passports. I think now you don't need them no, to fly do. to Ireland, whatever. Flights you do. Certain, certain flights, do. flights. Yeah, Ryan we Air needed them, and it's like you need your passport, and they were like Air afraid you, you need it. And I think right. Ryanair, you do. It depends on the airline. Oh right, okay. But he, we needed it, and he didn't have it. And he walked over, and he's like, "I don't need a passport." France, he's like, I don't need a passport, mate. Don't worry about that. And team managers like, Francois, you need one. That's it. You remember? Uh, Johnny was like, you Johnny Bagel. Yeah, Johnny Bagel. Mate, and the language, I went to his language, but mate, you're absolutely right. You're not coming. You're not coming. And he's like, Johnny, Johnny, calm down. Leave this to me. Five minutes later, we three boys. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I'm afraid you're legally, you need a passport, sir. No, 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 no. Quick call to the South African Embassy. Yeah, Google me, mate. Um, anyway. Some news, Flats. Some news out at the moment uh, before we get into Ruggers. Um, wasps. Not looking great, and mm. Lawrence Delalio has said that Wasps feel they should be treated differently to Worcester because of the history of the club and what they've achieved. Don't know if that's possible. You might look upon them favor- favorably because of European champions, Premiership champions, some of the players that have come from, from the, the team, but they can't, I don't think they can be treated any differently do you no no okay cool also I don't think he said wasps think they should be I think what what he said was I read the quote. hang on a minute we've got to do well, something now because yeah this is one of the I saw the thing and this is one of the biggest brand and he's right it's one of the biggest clubs it is it is on the world cup game but I think I think they will be I think they will be because they are wasps and that name carries a lot of weight whether or not you know it's I don't yeah I I I think you won't want to, but you might treat them a little bit differently. There might be a bit more leeway there. Possibly. I think you can't. I think you can't treat them differently. I think that they are potentially more, being a bigger brand and having a better, basically better, more successful history in terms of competition. <laughs> one of that. I, I think you can't. No, I don't. That mean, might I don't make mean, them. I don't mean. <coughs> excuse me. They'll be treated like completely like the, the rules will still apply, but I think there there might be a bit more conscious effort to go into helping them if that makes sense I think they might be more appealing to potential investors and financial saviours than Worcester because I think the debt may even be larger but there is a better it's a more it's historically a more successful rugby brand so maybe more people might want to yeah rules still still apply to both but I think there might be a bit more invested interest from all parties because it is wasps that's what that's my point being I, yeah, I don't think there will be. I think it's. I don't think Premiership Rugby will treat Wasps any differently from how they treat Worcester, and mm. nor should they. Nope. I mean, there's there's I no agree. reason they should. I agree. Uh, there's a couple of issues at Wales at the moment. Dan Bigger limps off at the weekend. I hope yep. it's okay. Gareth Anscombe is out at the moment. Not sure how bad that is. There's been no updates on him. He got um, one in the ribs from George Turner. He was lying on top of a ruck and. Just gets wiped out. Should have been Booyah. on the card. Um, so he's out. So a little bit of a worry for Wales. There's 
Is he definitely out, out? I'm not sure. He didn't play the weekend against Ulster, which was quite sensible of him. So I'm not sure on yeah. how severe it is. Um, issues at 15 for Wales because um, Lee Williams, Williams is out. out. Lee Halfpenny's come back. Playing? He's playing. He's kicking well um, off the tee. Yep. But still doesn't probably offer the running game that a lot of others do. But then if Dan Bigger doesn't play, Lee Halfpenny probably has to play for kicking for a goal. Yep. You know, you need an, Who plays them? You need a, a late 80, 90% percentage goal kicker. Um, so I don't know. There's, this space is open, basically. It's it's Jared Evans, Sam Costello, Reese Patchell. So, Callum um, Sheedy. Yeah, Callum Sheedy as well. Yep. Yeah. You forget, I actually forgot about him because you don't see him playing in the Welsh yeah, League. Yeah, of course um, I see him, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, centres as well. Wales are struggling at the moment. Johnny Williams, whose first three games actually played really well, powerful, carried the ball well at 12. Um, George this Shaw. is where if we were at a rugby dinner or at a game by a, in a ground and you were saying this, someone would say, Tom, for you to make a comeback, get your boots laced yeah. up again. Have you got your and boots? You'd, Have you got your gum shield? It'd be so funny if you played for Wales next month. It would be so funny. <laughs> It'd be like your dad. I honestly reckon I could last a minute before I'm either blowing or I'm not, I'm not in position quick enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Johnny Williams is out. And then George North isn't playing in the centre at the moment. He's playing on the wing. And you, th- you feel that if he wants to play centre for Wales, he should be playing. No, there. they would chuck him in. Come on, it's George North. Still, though, it's it's different, mate. Like, not so much an attack, but defensively. You know, you need a bit of a warm-up before you go in there and defend at 13 against New Zealand. It's like saying, right, you've done well, Flats, on the loose head, but against France, we're, we're going to chuck you in the tight head. You'll be fine. All right, carry on. Would have been. I'd have been fine. Um, Willis I Hollow <laughs> probably got one over on John Davis at the weekend. Both played 12. I'll tell you one guy, Max Llewellyn. Yep. He could be in the squad. And yep. I said this on, I said, even if he's not, they're not looking at playing him. Bring him in the squad anyway. And someone put online and had a go at me for saying, well, well what's the point of ho- holding the tackle shield? But it's it's getting people Massive in that point to that. Yeah, massive point to that. It's the environment, that. it's the training, it's getting used to the calls, getting used to the way teams train, the intensity that's given. Um, so when they do genuine, genuinely think you're ready, yeah, one step ahead. Yep. So anyway... There we are. That's um, that's the issues we've got at the moment. Okay, boy. Um, anything you want to get off your off the hairy chest? Forty-eight inch chest. Is that about right? Uh, it's it's. I did get measured last week. New suit. It's bigger new than T-shirts. That. That's my diet. Dad bods T-shirts. <laughs> Old guys rule T-shirt. I'm getting. <laughs> I'm gonna ride around. I'm gonna ride around my motorbike with old guys rule. And some boot boot cut jeans. Are you still driving? Um, are you still riding bikes? Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's lifestyle, mate. You don't give it up. No, I, I just wondered. Hobby, I've not seen you. Well, I've not seen you for a while. And sometimes when we used to meet at the services, you would um, ride up. Arrive on a throbber. Yep. Pull up on a throbber. Um, yeah. Uh, still am, but it's not. It's getting towards not really being the weather, mate. So I'm going to put you know some of the fleet into storage. 
yep. slash put a cover on the bike. Give them back. Um, put a cover on the bike. Um, uh, none of that anymore, mate. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, yeah, I mean, look, there's there's a few things going on um, in the English game. In terms of news, it's all it's all about Worcester and Wass at the moment, which we've discussed, which is which is horrid. Um I think if, yeah, I think I, I think I read today that Ollie Lawrence has signed a deal to the end of the season, but Ted Hill at Bath is on a four-week contract. Um, I think it's all if you've spent your salary cap, you can only sign new players as injury yeah. cover for lads that are injured. But Bath have got a good few injuries, so that's obviously worked um, for them. But Bristol got hammered on Friday night oh. by Exeter Chiefs. The, the the best moment from Bristol was Callum Sheedy cross-kicking it with his left foot. Under mega, like a, he side footed it, left footed under uh, so much pressure, you can't believe he got a kick away. Mm. The space was all out to his right. He was like under the post, effectively about twenty yards out um, from the from the Chiefs line, and he knew he had to get a crossfield kick away. So did all the defenders. How he got it away, I've got no idea, but he did. It was brilliant. Otherwise, they got battered really. Um, Harry Randall not scoring at heart just before half time, massive turn. Of yeah, it's big. Equally, equally, Chiefs went to another level in the second half. Yeah, so there was did. a very good chance it would have made no difference, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Gengela card obviously doesn't help because he's probably their best player. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a horrendous yellow card; it's just a yellow. Um, nothing awful, but I think if I think I'm right in saying they scored 14 points, Chiefs, while he was off. I think that's right; could be wrong. Um, but they, yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs are getting back. They're really getting back there in Bristol. After the first couple of games, we, we probably said on this pod, like, yeah, they won a couple. They beat Bath, but we don't know how good or bad Bath are. It turns out they're not brilliant yet. Yeah. Um, they beat Wasps, who just dropped the ball more than any other game in their history. Probably. See, you look at who Bristol had beaten to be where they were, and you think, well, don't quite know yet. Now they've played a top team, they got battered. And they were they were a long way short, really, is the truth. Um, big, big West Country derby. Um 
at Bath at the weekend and Gloucester hung on. Um, again, I don't know. You, I look at Bath and I, I still don't quite know if they're trying to go down there. They, they, they obviously put a lot of emphasis on their scrum, on their driving mall. The driving mall helped them a lot at the weekend. Um, a couple of tries from that, I think. But it's almost like well, that. That's fine. That's good. But are you trying to play? sort of a kick and clap spring box you know spring box do more than that they've got some great backs but bulldozing teams and pinning them in the corners and set piece of them to death are you trying to do that or mm. are you the team that scored six tries at Irish last weekend yep. and are flinging it about I think they don't quite know mm. um, maybe they know I don't, and I don't That that's more likely but I can't quite tell if you want to play Gloucester the spring box it, way, really. though, you need some big carriers all over the park yep. and you need people yep. and wingers that are phenomenal in the air Otherwise, it doesn't yep. work. And a, and, a, and I think that's a really good point. The wingers thing, yeah. And a nine who is whose strength is box kicking. I mean, in Which, fairness, they have. I mean, he's obviously not playing at the moment. But Ben Spencer mm. is excellent at every single aspect of being a scrum yep. half. He does it all, but he didn't play. Mm. But on the wing, you've got Gabe Hamer Webb, who is like an absolute specimen. But you know, he's he's. Young for one thing, which is fine, but he's at his best ball in hand. I mean, he's very dangerous ball in hand. Thock and a singer who you'd imagine should be an aerial giant because he's yep. huge, but he, but actually the two best guys by a mile in the I th- I think in the Bath squad are Roy McConaughey and Will Muir, the X Sevens boys on the wings, mm-hmm. and they're both injured. They're both or they're both not playing. I know that Will Muir's injured. I think McConaughey must be injured or he'd be there or thereabouts. Amazing but, injuries you get yeah. like so early into the season, isn't it? Mm. Like there's a lot of teams that are struggling for injuries, and and you're only we're only in the URC uh, BKT URC four games in, and injury lists yep. a mountain. But it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. It's hard. So yeah, I th- I think you're right. I think you you need when you look around the, the top sides in the league, there are you know in, in the front eight there are at least four, probably five, really painful carriers in there like I was at um, I was at uh, Leicester on Saturday for Leicester against Sale and just you you go through you go through the lineup of the Sale team who they only won by 10 points but believe me it was a re- it was a pretty comfortable win and you think well actually Bevan Rod isn't known for being a big carrier but he carried pretty well Akavanda Mur a brutal carrier Copas Visa Johnny Hill John O'Ross Tom Curry John Luke Dupria, and then off the bench you've got Ewan Ashman, who's yeah. a hooker, really good carrier. Dugdale, Josh Beaumont, and they He's can got, play and the Rafi South African way. That, that's a team that can play the South yeah. African way, yeah, because yeah. they just physically dominate you, and they love. So they piece. what what that, but what they can do is which they did do was that they play that way, and then when the opportunity comes, they go for it and they properly open up, and that's what's undoing Leicester at the moment. Teams are getting beyond the first line of defence and just keeping the ball alive, and that's not what Leicester want to be doing. Um, but yeah, yeah, Gloucester weren't at it at all, really, by their by the standard. They're they're only a couple of games in. I think they've had a bye week already, but they weren't quite at it, but they hung on. Um, so yeah, quite quite an interesting game. I, I'm not sure. You know, mate, living in Bath and walking your dog and going to the shop and all that and going to the gym this morning. It's Dropping like, did I mention it? It's all like, what's going on with Bath then? What's going on with Bath then? And it's like, I don't know, mate. I don't know, mate. It's sick of answering. Don't ask me, mate. I don't know. How do I know? Rubbish. I don't know. How do I know? But yeah, Newcastle pretty well beaten by Sarries, who are immense. 
immense, but they got beaten by, they scored a lot fewer points against Newcastle than they did against Leicester. And amazing game, was Saints, amazing game. Yes. Saints won it late on. I know. Yeah. What a try as well yeah. at the end. Yeah. Mega. That carry by They're ribbons. such a good team to watch, mate. That carry by ribbons. That carry by ribbons. So he's, he's, I just put on Twitter now, like, he should have 20 England caps. And he's one of those players that... I'll say this, as I'll go to say as far as this, right? I don't even yeah. know if that made sense what I just said. Um, yeah, yeah. Without his carry, they're not scoring that try. Yep. Without that big carry of getting through that tackle, getting an extra 10 yep. metres back. Because you watch what it does to the defensive line then. Everyone's running back. Everyone's backpedalling. Can't reset. Don't have time to look up. It was that good. Yep. Yep. Uh, that ball by Freeman as well, by the way. Lush. It was beauty. Because often that ball doesn't work. Because it's either mm. it's either in the air too long, it's lobbed up too high, or it checks the winger. Didn't at all. Yeah, it was a thing of beauty. Yeah, and lovely. They were, game. they were down to fourteen men, obviously. Jacob Umanga got red carded, clear red card. I know um, Drico and Benke were having a little discussion over. One thought it might be yellow, the top end of yellow. Other thought it was red. It is a red card, I think. It was quite late, but then they did score late tries, Saints, mm. so it obviously helped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't hurt them, did it? Nope. Not, but it was a great game, and I loved um, the commentary as well. Who was commentating? Ali Eakin. Yeah. Said something about that this league is bonkers. Yeah. And it was a great ending to a game. It is, mate. Yeah. It's absolutely... I know there's some crap stuff going on as well, which we acknowledge... And we obviously all take it very seriously, but the rugby is just unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm sure you said this before in the pod, people who are pro ring fencing will say that's what happens when you remove relegation. At this point in the season, none of these sides that's playing amazing rugby is thinking about relegation. No, They're not, not thinking about it yet. I genuinely, it's not, it's, it's, it's not because I'm pro promotion and relegation. I, well, you can't promise that because you probably are a little bit inherently a bit biased towards your own views, but I'm up, I'm up for hearing alternative views on it, but, but I do not think it's because of that. I think it's because it used to be, you know, defence wins leagues and it's still that still could be the case. But I think people now are just attacking more and the coaches that are in the game now are attacking more. And Quinns, I think, have got a lot to do with that, the way they won the way they played when they won the premiership. I think yep, they led the way. will have had a big impact. And you've got Northampton Saints, so you've got Chris Boyd, who's gone now, but it's just a great bloke. And he's like, look, how do we want to play? We want to enjoy ourselves. We want to cut people to pieces. And you've got Sam Vesti, who wants to do that too and be creative. Mm. And Phil Dowson's the same. He's just an equally, just a very good bloke who's kind of like, right, we, we are to win, but we're also here to do what we do best. And it, that's why I look at a team like Bath, for example. And obviously... I'm always going to be closer to Bath than I am other teams. It doesn't mean I support Bath. It means that no, I am in, in contact with them a lot. No, I'm not biased, no. <laughs> um, no, no that, that isn't true. But it's, um, I'm probably not very popular at Bath, actually. But it, I, look at, I look at the players they have, and I think you're looking at, you know, Ben Spencer when he's fit. You're looking at um, Orlando Bailey, who's a bit of a baller for a young kid, and Cam Redpath, and... Now, Ollie Lawrence Thocken, a singer, all these guys. And you've got, um, you know, De Glanville at fullback when he's fit and whatever. And I think this is not a team. This is a team recruited 
and retained to play ball. And I think the pack has a big responsibility to put them on the front foot and and hold defenders when they need to. That would that helps, but it's there's no point in signing Lewis Reesamit if you're playing a kick chase game. You pay, pay half the price and get someone who's six five and loves trucking up and down, mm. chasing kicks. Like there yeah. is no point in signing ball. There's no point in having Mark Atkinson in your team if you're playing if you're playing kick and clap because he's yep. a baller. Yep. And I think it's an interesting one at Bath. The, the coaches like Van, Johan Van Grans come in. He may want to play a certain way. I think it'll be interesting if they persist with that, um, and it still and it continues to look contradictory or a bit confused. Or if they actually say it's a bit, these are the players we've got. Let's adjust what I think about rugby to the squad we've currently got and try and play to their strengths. I always I think that'll think be that. interesting to watch. I always think that. I look at Ospreys and I look at the Dragons and. The Ospreys have got George North, Keelan Giles, uh, Max Nagy at 15, who looks like a really good talent. And I look at the Dragons with Ashton Hewitt, and he's injured at the moment, um, but he played the first three games, uh, Dyer and Angus Bryan. Yeah. That's that's the strength. And there's no point yeah. There's no point in them being on the field just uh, chase kicks and move their arms in the air to stop a quick throw in. You've got to play to him. You've got, to, you've got yep. to adapt your your game plan to them. So um, I've often said that. We're at the moment, I don't know if the um, Gallagher Premiership is trialling this, but um, we're having drinks breaks twice a game. Yeah. It's terrible, mate. It's, I go yeah, on about it every gotta single go. game. It's got to go. go. Because the amount of time that players are down through injury, kicks at goal, yep. TMO decisions, players just walking to the side taking a drink. And especially when you've got a team under under pressure, under the pump, you want to keep exerting that pressure, but you can't because they say a minute, but by the time it starts, it's around two minutes. You know, by the time it starts again, teams are recovering. So yep. uh, it's something they need to get rid of very, very soon. Also, being held up over the line and being a dropout twenty-two that needs to go for me. But also, booting Topsy made this point to me the other day: booting the ball long, just whacking it long. And it goes, they have to put it down behind their post or it goes dead or whatever it was. And it's a dropout. It's actually, it's a dropout. So that you boot the ball long and sort of aimlessly and you can quite regularly be rewarded with a drop kick. So you gain possession again in a better position. But you have to be accurate with that. That's the difference. If it goes long, then you are scrum back from where you are. But if it goes into the dead ball area and it's touchdown, the touchdown. Yeah, so it's a dropout. Yeah, so, but underground a week, mate. They are accurate, aren't they? Underground a week. <laughs> I don't know, Both feet, boy. I watched some of the rugby at the weekend and the Dragons couldn't kick for Toffee. Uh, uh, did you hear about the issues at Cardiff off the field? There was some sort of egg incident yeah. in the pub. Yeah, we were not it? quite sure of the investigation. It's still going. Who was it? It's, the investigation is still going on and we, no one knows yet. But Dylan Lewis didn't play at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got loads of quotes in the commentary because I was at uh, Scarlet's exit excellent very good. cracked very good uh, scrambled boiled yep. uh, there was it was quite close to the end and I said there's still a bit of sand left in the egg timer very good that's good no it's good stuff that's what the people Just want mate subtle S- little subtle or not that subtle but it's what people well, want well I didn't say in one after the other you know I gave it a little bit of time but it I mean, we don't know what's happened, do we? But if they lob an exit, people... It made myself firstly, and you... Reese Williams laugh. Yeah. 
But you can't lob eggs at people. We know that. But there's worse stuff that's happened. Mm. People have done worse stuff on nights. Yeah, it's not the worst thing that you've ever seen. It's not a sackable offence. Let's put it like that, okay? As far as we know, okay? We don't don't know. But good speculating, boy. Good gossip. That's good. Yeah. All right, boy. Well, short and sharp. I can hear... That's good. I can hear a hungry mouth in the background. Well, I could until someone's screaming, baby, yeah. Bloody hell. Put a dummy in a mouth. Bloody hell. Bloody babies, mate. Who'd have them? I've got loads of them. Yeah, well, you're going to have them. I've got loads of them. Which is... I know. I know. Which is music to my ears. I need to get a van. Yep, you will. I need to get a van. Oh, God damn. I can imagine you having all of these little um, Velcro sort of wrist straps, handcuffs, as you're walking into Bath, all attached to each other, like crocodile format. (laughs) (laughs) High-vis on at the front, you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Kayla. (laughs) Oh, God. I just Uh, got so many, I call them by the numbers now. One, two, three, four, five. (sighs) Your girlfriends, Um, back in the day. (laughs) I'm not like you. Right, well done, boy. Nice one. Speak to you soon. Ta-ra, bye. 